1: Welcome to the Sheerlux Team podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week I'm joined by Tor Cardona and Lou Half. Hi
2: guys. Hello.
1: Happy 2021. Georgie and I did a bit of a uh, reflection on the new year, the fact that it's the new year on last week's podcast and obviously the fact of our current situation. So we won't dwell too much on lockdown 3.0, but I want to know how are you guys finding it so far? Are you enjoying it at all? I think I am. What are you enjoying, Charlotte? Well, it's like the midst of January, right? And normally on a Sunday night in January, I'd be like, oh my God, it's so cold. I'd just be thinking about how cold and dark it is and dreading the kind of the schlap to the office five days a week. And, and I don't know, to me, I'm really enjoying the, oh, I can just stay at home. I, there's no obligation to go anywhere on Saturday night. I didn't want to go out and I didn't have
2: to. I couldn't. And I'm quite enjoying the, the nesting, I suppose. Totally. I get that aspect of it. But again, the uncertainty, I find that really stressful. Like, yeah, it's lovely being at home, but are we going to be... Be home in March
0: I don't know I know no how are you feeling I get that about the mornings I think actually that's probably the nicest bit and sort of the weather is horrendous and that feeling like you don't need to leave your house but then I think those moments when you're like I really need to get out of my house and you get a bit cabin fevery. that's the bit that I get a bit stressed out about when I went for a walk on the weekend to kind of get some air And actually our local park was so busy that it made me feel like even more anxious kind of. Lou, I was exactly the same. Yeah, I'm sort of darting it around people. And then I ended up just like walking back and forth in the field. Just to like literally, like doing length basically to try and avoid people, which isn't great. So, I'm finding that element of it a bit overwhelming just because I'm just not getting out of the house. I think last week I left the house twice, which is <gasps> so yes, bad. Yeah.
2: No, but Lou, I get it. It's really hard, especially once you start work and you have a manic day and suddenly it's like seven o'clock and you're like, actually, I'm starving. I can't be asked to go for a walk. It's freezing
0: mm-hmm. and it's cold and it's dark as well. Yeah, I think yeah. those who've got dogs actually, it's such a good way you have to get out of the house. Whereas, yeah. I don't really have anything like that so I keep saying to myself like every day I really need to be strict and actually do something but it's then like what do I walk around the block? So Ben has been working from home since March hasn't had a single day in the
1: office like a lot of people and was finding that really quite emotionally taxing by the end of last year and was really dreading kind of going back to that in January so we put a series of things in place to try and make it a feel like a new year but b to try and you know break up his day and make it feel more bearable and so one of those things has been getting up and going for a walk first thing in the morning so out the house by seven full hour loop and we take the dog but it's certainly it's not for the dog he's going to take care anyway so that and it's really hard getting out I don't know how we always do it to go to gym classes or whatever before work because it's so hard dragging yourself out when it's cold and dark but in the same way that I used to find who I know you're the same when you run like when you get up and you're like I can't imagine ever feeling not exhausted and irritated that i'm up now by the time you get home you feel so good and ben has found that has made the biggest difference last week doing that every single day has completely changed his mindset and how he feels
0: yeah and i mean i've never gone out for a walk and been like god i don't feel better now from doing Mm. that so i 100% know it's just telling myself i need to do it and yeah finding some time probably that early in the morning is probably when it's least busy so it's probably easiest to find a bit of space to yourself when you're stuck in the center of london
1: I'm also with you, Lou, I find that if you go for a walk just because you feel like you need to go out, then you're just kind of walking up and down being like, why am I here? So I found that it's really nice going somewhere that is like a food destination. So some of the restaurants on Hampstead High Street are doing kind of pop-up things outside and you can get foods and and drinks and stuff from a kind of cart. Um, Yeah, a vendor, exactly, outside the restaurant. So we've been, again, on the weekends kind of making a point to walk up there. It's about a half an hour walk from us, get food, walk back. And then, you know, you feel like your walk has had some purpose as opposed to just being like a pointless
0: get-out-the-house activity. So yeah. we've had two lockdown weekends. What have you guys filled your weekends with? That's then different to your working week.
2: Tour. Sure. You know what? I've been watching way more TV than I usually would. I think in the first lockdown because the weather was nicer and I don't know things were different then. I would I just didn't actually watch that much TV. But mm. I have been really going for it this time. I'm like, why the hell not? But again, don't
1: you feel Mm -hmm. like in the first lockdown, it just felt like such a waste of a weekend when it was glorious weather outside to be sat on your sofa, whereas here, like, no guilt.
2: Yeah, and I feel there's some really good stuff on at the moment. I'm like, I'd be mad not to. What have you been watching? I got a new laptop for Christmas, which is very exciting, and I got a year's free Apple TV with it. So I've been really enjoying looking through that, and I've been enjoying The Morning Show. I keep meaning to watch The Morning Show. It's really good. I mean, I'm only four episodes through, but it's got such a good cast, and it's just... Very good. I highly recommend. Is it funny or is it dramatic? No, 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 no. It's not super dramatic, but it's definitely a drama as opposed to a comedy. It's heavy.
0: I started watching, I think, when it first came out and was it kind of, I don't know why, I just was expecting it to be a little bit more like tongue in cheek and a bit of a humour, but actually it's not at all okay but it's Noted really it.
2: good i really recommend that also finally finished the queen's gambit i know i'm really late to the party <laughs> on that um, did you like it yeah i think it kind of dropped massively in the middle but it's picking up towards the end did you guys see that
1: meme that was about the guy who wrote it and how he basically has been trying to get it off the ground for 30 years and it was turned down by like nine different production houses and it was being shared as a meme of like a you know never give up on your dreams blah 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 because now it's i think it's like the most watched netflix show ever is that right yeah i
2: think um, that's mad. and you're totally Joy was on Graham Norton on yes. Friday night and she said that or Graham said that it has been watched like by sixty or 52 yeah. or 62 million households she's quite weird isn't she I really like her but she's quirky like her character definitely and I also definitely think she suits the orange hair over the blonde oh no I way prefer her blonde and also I did not realise that oh what's that guy it's Dudley Dursley from Harry Potter what, yeah. You know I mean? yeah 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 <laughs> did I did else know no and yeah. I thought it was I looked at him and I was like oh my god it's never Longbottom that's, that's what, what I <laughs> thought, thought it. That,
1: when she started talking about him being on Harry Potter that's exactly what I thought as well yeah
2: and then I giggled it I was like oh my god it's Dudley he's lost quite
1: a lot of weight to be fair in the last 20 years And but yeah, grown up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's no longer 12. Um, but it's the same, the other guy as well. He plays the like Texan chess player. Yes. Love Actually. He's, he's Love Actually feather boy. Yeah, yeah. I know. Great cast. So good. Lee, what about you? What have you been doing to mix up your weekends? You've been doing some decorating.
0: Yes. This weekend we decorating our lounge. I'm not quite sure how it happened, but suddenly my husband decided that he wanted to put some coving in our lounge. Just We've got a sort of a Victorian first floor conversion flat, but a lot of the period features have come out so we thought we'd bring some of them back in I had to google coving when you said you were doing it
1: <laughs> I've got coving around the entirety of my flat did you have coving but it just it wasn't no, fancy
0: or like what no no was we, there didn't none? Have, we didn't have any so in our bedroom oh, we've got it yeah and in the hallway of like the entrance to the property we have it but I guess the way that the flat's been cut up we don't have anything for those who don't know it's like a helmet so your where your ceiling meets your wall right exactly yeah. yeah and you can get loads of different styles of design some a little bit more modern some you know Lot more grand, there's literally thousands and thousands of options. It sounds such like quite a, a big job, Lou It wasn't We just had two guys came in um and fitted it, and it was quite simple. but then everything comes after that, so it made it such a mess of the walls, which were already filthy, to be honest, but then we had to miscoat it, then paint it, and then it sort of started then let's redo the whole lounge so we've had to take some shelves out in some corner units so there's lots of sort of filling sanding etc etc so i feel exhausted by the end of the weekend and we haven't even finished so we've got probably another weekend to go people
1: ask us a lot about doing diy yourself so you guys are obviously quite handy but coving you wouldn't touch yourselves
0: no i think i think you know you've got to get someone that's going to make the molds it's obviously kind of made to measure to your property but as i said it's not super super expensive so and then it's like a day to install is then kind of all the bits that come after with painting it etc that you so, need to do afterwards
1: and um, what did you go for something quite twiddly like how fancy is it
0: it's not too fancy I think it suits the size of the room and the property and you know we looked at like our skirting boards and things like that and you sort of want to try and match it and we got loads of samples and kind of stuck, stuck them up on the wall but it looks really good actually it was one of those things at first I was like oh do we do you know I don't know how long we'll be in this flat fall like is that something that we really need to do but actually it has made such a difference so really really happy with it and actually in the summer we did a bit of panelling in our hallway as well and We just got sort of meter lengths of like a little dado rail, which we put in our hallway as well. And it was something like £24 to buy it. So again, a really affordable way of just adding a bit of interest. And I think when we are stuck at home, I think doing things like that, which probably you put off, you know, you get a bit bored of your own home. It's nice to kind of bring it to life a bit.
2: And also so nice to have like a bit of time on the weekend to do that and have a little project,
0: I think. Yeah, exactly. You feel a little bit less guilty not going out where you've kind of got something to show for it. But it did mean that then all of last week the kind of the flat was an absolute mess. So everything was in the lounge was either basically in our bedroom or in the hallway. So we had to turn our sort of study into like a snug, but we actually made the most of it. And we kind of made it into like a bit of a cinema room and we've like layered our sofa on top of our sofa beds and then used my husband's screen as a giant screen. So we watched loads of films and TV and actually it was quite cozy kind of watching something in a completely different area of the house and made it feel a little bit more special anyway
1: Lou, when we were chatting about this last week when you said you'd done that i was saying like when i was a teenager i used to change my bedroom around like maybe every three months like like did I was, you? yeah did you not i, was I, I wasn't allowed
2: oh okay what i didn't was you allowed <laughs> well, it was all like you know furniture in a certain place and i think oh, it no, just was what it was no yeah i was, was yeah. i was
1: obsessed and doing things like that like using it i remember getting my first like a desktop like a mac desktop and using that i got dvds it was that mac do you remember that had like the bubble at the bottom and the DVDs would go like into yeah, it yeah. and I remember just watching Legally Blonde I was so far the desk was so far from the end of the bed but I'd lie like at the very end of the bed watching Legally Blonde on repeat I just remember feeling like it was such a
0: grown up room it was so yeah cool. I used to do it like I don't know probably once a month I would do it on a Sunday and it would be like a surprise for my parents to like come and like I'd like show them around my new room and then in the evening my dad would come and like tuck me up in bed and he'd always pretend to like fall over where the bed used to be because he'd think I was there oh. <laughs>
1: so cute I was also telling you about my friend who when she was 14 had her bedroom like completely redone and her parents offered her a double bed at that point but she wanted a single bed so she had more space for dance routines but then they refused oh. to buy her a double bed when she like grew up so until we were like I don't know 24 when she moved out she was stuck with a single bed and extra dance routine space so, is she is gladly. she a dancer? no literally no. <laughs> could not be further from it um it was so no no she just wanted to like I don't know dance to Britney in her
2: <laughs> on I mean
1: didn't we all I love that <laughs> I know literally she was not forward thinking <laughs> though it's an interesting question isn't it doing um like whether you should do home improvements on a property that you know you're not staying in yeah. and we went through this for so many years because we kept saying like oh we won't be here that long but then it turned out that maybe then there was like four years where I was just like not that happy because we never did the things that I actually just wish we had done in the first yeah. place
2: yeah I mean we're in a similar situation at the moment because we bought this property and yes again we know it's not going to be a forever home but actually who's to say it won't be and yeah you know for the sake of i mean lou you said that thing cost you 25 quid for the sake of what 100 quid for something guess like, yeah. I, I do think it's worth it and also it's all you might it
1: might mm. be your forever home but you you know if you want to live somewhere nice for like five to ten years you still want to make it your own don't
0: you make it exactly nice. yeah. exactly i think it's about also then if you're thinking about reselling it what's sort of gonna not essentially add value but you know aesthetically things that are gonna i guess enhance your property mm. yeah um, or, it's or then if you're yeah. buying bits of furniture, things like, would you like take this away with you? or Would yeah. you leave it or whatever? So
1: my dad always says that his biggest regret, they bought their forever home when they were like early forties. And always says his biggest regret is spending money on soft furnishings before they moved into that house. Cause it was just such a waste. He's like, curtains, sofas, that kind of stuff. Like, don't I either buy investment like forever you know buy one incredible sofa or one incredible you know side table or whatever or just don't which I think is very easy for men to say my mum's always like don't be so ridiculous like we have to live in nice houses <laughs> until the age of 40 but yeah it's just an interesting perspective isn't it so,
2: so. you in your new house not at all no, 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 not yet. Okay. Hoping, like, Feb, March, because we've had to postpone the wedding again, which was, was going to be say, in March. People are going to want wedding updates from both of you, so talk. Yeah. You've, you've moved yours
1: sensibly now, I think. I mean, you moved it pre-lockdown, but, I mean, you've made the right decision, haven't you?
2: Yeah, it, to be honest with you, until Christmas, it wasn't really something we'd kind of even thought about. I mm-hmm. thought March would be fine, but then the whole second strange thing happened, and I was like, you know what, actually it's only 9 weeks away and i was like that's just way too soon. We were on the phone to the venue and they happened to have a cancellation for the bank holiday weekend in may and i was so like so look oh we'll be that so
0: amazing. I was
2: like i think it's a gift from like someone mm-hmm. you know. I was like we have to just do it and you know it's postponing it by like what 2 or 3 months. Yeah, it's not um a lot. i mean realistically the march day will be cancelled so yeah. i think done yeah because it was early march as well yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it was but and, i actually and, think well. 2
0: or 3 months is almost like the perfect bit because you you can still like be excited about it kind of happening semi soon if you had to mm-hmm. move it to. Like October, I think you're yeah. gonna kind of be like, Oh like okay, let me just wait again. Exactly. Whereas you're moving it to a much kind of safer point. Yeah fingers crossed hopefully I'm sure by May tour it's going to be a much better situation than it is right now anyway sure. so yeah for sure um, I think that's the perfect time for you
2: yeah I mean it is quite stressful now having to like email you know what it's likely, like like mm. email your suppliers like here we go again like yeah. third cancellation like obviously sadly some of them aren't available so having to find new ones what's not available the mini moon we had booked the hotel is fully booked which is really really that's gutting were, were um, you skiing or was this in the UK no in the UK which mm-hmm. is really sad we had booked Fox Hill Manor okay okay,
0: okay just really supposed to be really
2: really special but but you
0: know what Tor they also may have cancellations let's yeah, just keep
2: checking and the second one is our cake lady who is now due on a baby on like that that day so okay. she's oh. not available um Shit. so if anyone knows any good cake people Lou like near the Bristol kind of that kind of Cheltenham area hit me up and how do you feel about it Tor are you feeling okay yeah, I think so. I mean, I just kind of want to get it over and done with now. Without sounding a bit unromantic, mm-hmm. I just want to do it now. And I'm so bored of emailing all these people, all the guests, yes. all the suppliers. Like, I just want to do it now. And like, yeah. actually, I'm feeling really positive about it. It's just, I mean, I literally have no idea what that day
0: is going to look like. It mm-hmm. might literally be five people. It might be a hundred people. How have you, like, sort of managed that with your guests in terms of, you know, your original guest This is what one twenty. 170. How have you sort of... I imagine 170 is maybe unlikely to happen. I think even 100 is unlikely, to be honest. Have you said to certain people, like, unfortunately, this might happen? or, Or sort of how have you worded that with what that date will be? You told everyone and
2: basically said, like, you know we just don't know please keep the date in your diary and we'll let you know nearer the time like but also yeah. please appreciate that you know it, the chances are it could be a very small wedding and if that happens we might not be able to accommodate everyone yeah. i think at this
1: point no one's going to be exactly no one's backs are going to be put out by yeah. by the situation are they and
2: actually some of the messages we've had have been so nice everyone's just like oh. you know please don't think about us you guys are the most important thing you just you need to get married like yeah. just do it we'll celebrate when we can but it's it's really hard it's really hard
1: yeah um, it's I, can, I completely get that that yeah not being able to imagine what your wedding day is going to look like is stressful and mm. i guess in
0: your head as well to trying to then work out okay whatever those numbers are mm who sits within those numbers as well and how you decide on that, but not really wanting to decide on it until you completely know what yeah. it is.
2: We've made lists for 150 30 and 15. That's okay. clever. Just not set in stone, but just, just to yeah, give us course, a rough idea. And mm-hmm. Lou,
1: you're a success story of you didn't know what your wedding day was going to look like. You could never have imagined that it ended up looking the way it did, but it was still...
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think it just goes to show... Tour that whatever it will be it will be so unbelievably special and kind of everything that you've been going through in the last couple of months leading up to this point like I I just think that your day will be even more special than you could have ever imagined it Mm. would be so yeah yeah I I hope so let's see
1: Today, this morning, there was some very exciting news announced. Well, some people think this is very exciting news. This is that there is going to be a Sex and the City reboot. Sarah Jessica Parker and Cynthia Nixon and Kristen Davis all announced, they all released a trailer, a sort of trailer, at the same time on their Instagrams this morning, announcing that there will be a new 10-part series on HBO Max. I feel like I'm the only person on the internet not jumping for joy at this news. How do you both feel?
0: I'm unsure about how I feel about this. On one hand, I'm excited to see what they are like now in present day, and and also I guess when I used to watch it, I couldn't really relate to them in terms of like life and circumstance. Not that I'm also 15 can relate now, <laughs> but I guess it's a little bit more in the realm of what I know. But it's Sex in the City, and it's I guess part of its allure is like that 90s throwback in the fashion and how fabulous and sassy and I don't know a remake has never lived up to its expectations so I'm just nervous that it's just going to ruin it if that makes sense
2: Tori you a fan yeah I'm a big fan and you know what I half me was like oh shit this is a bit cringy I'm not sure I can deal with it but actually because we had the films in the middle as kind of a bit of a stopgap and a mini update I feel it's just going to kind of carry on from that and it might actually work I just feel like like, I love films. films what both
0: yeah, I've, I've no, had a of no. Before. I, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> see, I just put the films in a completely different camp. I would much rather neither of the films ever came up because I just don't think they're of the same ilk that the show is. But they had to kind of update and go
2: with the times, and I think the films reflected that quite well. The way I, I see it is, is when you when you go back
1: and watch, it, particularly the early series, it even feels controversial now. Like so much of what they did and what they said feels like naughty and cult and you know raw and you know, refreshing. That was so lost in the films. I quite like the first movie because it was that. It was an update and it had been 10 years since we'd last seen them and, and so I really kind of appreciated that even though what I actually watched it last week and it's just drivel. But anyway, I do I do really love it. I mean, But the second film, which was just this revolting consumerist rubbish, is so far from what, like, Sex and City was all about and yeah. that whole, like, you know, revolutionary cult, you know, independent woman thing. And I'm just so scared they're going to take that even further. And it's just gone so far from what it was and what made it so good and now it was just about four you know overly indulged women which I just
0: really upset me yeah I completely agree on the other hand I will watch it
1: <laughs> well yeah I mean obviously <laughs> I also no Kim Cattrall yeah, which was shame, inevitable yeah. do you remember their yeah. massive spat when she instagrammed about so Kim Cattrall's brother went missing presumed dead and Sarah Jessica Parker instagram something like reaching out so sorry to hear about this and Kim Kardashian Instagrammed a picture that said I don't need your love or support at this tragic time at Sarah Jessica Parker and then the caption was my mum asked me today when will that at Sarah Jessica Parker that hypocrite leave you alone your continuous reaching out is a painful reminder of how cruel you really were then and now let me make this very clear if I haven't already you are not my family you are not my friend so I'm writing to tell you one last time to stop exploiting our tragedy in order to restore your nice girl in inverted commas persona bloody hell I know that is who, who wrote wrote that Kim Kardashian. Write that? Oof. No, no, Kim Kattrell. Kim Kattrell herself wrote that. My her God. mother, she like quoted what her mum so said. Yeah. Do we know the backstory? Like, that's very vicious. Well, there were always rumours. I think that they had massive beef on set, mm. and that you know SJP isn't all sweetness and light. But yeah, I guess that was confirmation, wasn't it? So I guess that's why she's not back. But I don't understand how you can make a Sex and City without Samantha. I guarantee I'm going to put money on this now. The opening scenes will be her funeral. They'll kill her off. I'm telling you now.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. No, you can't do that. I think she'll be out filming somewhere and I think they'll reference her but I think she just obviously then won't be in it but I, I don't think they can kill her I just think I they do. Will.
2: I kind of see what you mean Charlotte it might it could kind of fit quite well with the kind of yeah. if something bad's going to happen to any of them it would have been Samantha quite a kind oh, of yeah. tragic I don't know I'll be very upset about if that happens sex drugs yeah
1: exactly I mean, she was she was the obvious one to go wasn't she <laughs> with all, all her exploits Um but anyway, I, also don't, come, I
0: don't think they could go from a scene from like her funeral to then like let's go for a coffee and talk but it's about so ten episodes so much can happen. Mm. We shall see. Speaking um, of
1: 10 episodes, have you guys
0: watched A Teacher? No, not yet. I need to I was was hoping one of you Would have watched it by now So my brother messaged me On Friday And was like Just started watching A teacher Reminds me of The Affair Which we both loved So give it a go And it's on BBC iPlayer And it's 10 parts And it's each are like 20, 25 minute episodes So it's super super bingeable So we watched the whole thing In two days Which is I I, don't normally do But it was just so addictive And it tells the story of a a high school teacher who starts an illicit affair with her pupil, who is 17, 18, and she's probably early 30s. And the first half is very much kind of about their relationship. Um, There's lots of rumpy-pumpy. But then the second half is kind of what happens after, or kind of, I guess, the effects that the affair has on both of them and their lives. And it's really... Really good. I don't want to talk about the ending. DM me when you (laughs) watch it and you want to discuss the ending because I'm going to give something away if I say any more. But I I, um... highly recommend watching it. And as I said, you can watch it in two nights if you've got nothing else to do with your evening so okay. going i'm, going to watch laugh, it, Lou. Yeah, Lou I'm gonna watch it yeah me too another thing that i watched this weekend in a very different vein is pieces of a woman mm-hmm. which launched on netflix i think on the 7th of january and has had a lot of press about it uh, i don't know if either of you guys have seen it
2: i read about it but i'm dying to watch it it's on my list yeah i just like can't
1: watch really harrowing things mostly at the moment but i've kind of been heading that way for a while i just find it too much i don't get any yeah i just don't get any form of pleasure yeah. out of it so i won't be watching it but everybody's saying okay. it's amazing
0: yeah So it stars Vanessa Kirby and Shia LaBeouf and it basically tells the story of a couple who have a home birth and this is kind of no spoiler but pretty much a minute, two minutes after the baby is born, the baby sadly dies and it sort of tells the story of kind of what happens next and and how this couple deal with their tragedy and their grief, sort of trying to get back to a normal life and coping with that, that tragedy and that grief and the opening scene is I think it's about 25 minutes and it's one take of the birth scene so from the very beginning you are very in it with them and the trauma that they go through and I've never seen a birth scene like that at all it was so tense and gripping and kind of you feel that way all the way through and and it's a real it's not even an emotional roller coaster because it the whole film is so harrowing Vanessa Kirby's portrayal is absolutely amazing i think she will definitely get oscar nominated if not a win because it's amazing but i think what's so incredible is that this story of childbirth really isn't discussed i've never seen a film which kind of goes into it this much But i think it's important as well to have those discussions because you know the
2: whole miscarriage thing is so you know it's still a taboo but people are talking about it so much more now that sounds particularly raw and absolutely horrendous but i think it's important to have that out in the open That's kind of the point of film, isn't it? To kind of show every aspect of the human life and that is
1: I mean it's actually such a major one I mean this sounds particularly traumatic obviously because I thought it was about a miscarriage I didn't realise it was about like effectively yeah. a, a stillbirth right if Yeah, that sounds more what it is but um, there are still so many women who go through that and god I mean I can't even imagine what it would be like to watch that having gone through it we were saying yeah. that Pippa Vosper wrote an incredible piece for Vogue didn't she um, yeah. having
0: been through a similar experience I was interested to kind of read her take on it sort of having gone through something similar and I think she she found it incredibly poignant mm. but there are actually a lot of moments where we had to mute the telly because it was kind of that harrowing and difficult Mm. but yeah an amazing amazing piece of cinema and you know not uplifting in any way but I think really inspiring for women to sort of I guess you don't want like want to watch it if you were planning on becoming pregnant it's sort of not going to fill you with a little joy but I do think there's something really a really important message in it mm. and for for women to watch and as you say tour you know miscarriage is so so common and it hasn't really been spoken about that much and so many more people are opening up about it and how important those kind of taboo topics are yeah agreed
1: should we chat about some things on the site we have to feature on 25 dresses to buy in the sale um so
2: I want to know have you guys been sale shopping at all tour I haven't bought a single item this year and I have absolutely no plans on doing so are you actively not shopping or I just are you have just nothing, not I have nothing? I'm both I have absolutely nothing to shop for and I think I just don't see the point I, I bought a bit for Christmas and I haven't even worn any of it so I'm like well I'm not going to buy things now will you be buying any summer stuff are you kind of hopeful for that or are you just yeah, like I will. not interested no, no I will <laughs> but not until near the time I think okay. I'm, yeah I'm happy not spending any money at the moment
0: Lou any sale purchases for you I got a nanushka coat in the cell this is my second attempt at buying it I bought it pre-Christmas and then got a horrible email saying your order is unable to be dispatched oh, and was so like a, sad so sad when you so excited anyway I managed to find it elsewhere but the order status is still pending so I'm really worried that the same thing is going to happen again okay. but other than that I, I really wanted to get a new pair of boots and kind of looking at my wardrobe the last year I've realized that heels is really something that my wardrobe is lacking But it just seems really pointless to buy boots and heels now because Mm -hmm. I think shoes is really... The last thing that I plan to put on whilst working from home. So I, know. I got um, the most
1: beautiful heels for Christmas, and I'm—I mean, they probably won't be worn for a full year. I put them back in the box the other day, and I was like, "Okay, bye." Yeah, oh, see you
0: never. I know, so sad. So, no sort of need for clothes. I think sort of jewelry, and I've actually bought my first matching grey sweatsuits, which I know is really, really great. But <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Literally just living in joggers, basically. Where from? Just from H and M. It's like yeah. twelve ninety nine, seventeen ninety nine for two piece It's got that like really cozy, fleecy lining, mm. which is heaven. But. Yeah, that's
1: it. Yeah, I know.
0: It's not very exciting. What about so. you?
1: No, I haven't bought anything. I'm actually on a no spend January. Not no spend, that's not true. I spent plenty, but on a, I'm not buying clothes in January. Just because, exactly that. I definitely do not need anything. I've definitely got everything I could possibly need to sit on Zoom calls all day. And that's about it. So I'm deliberately not shopping and saving. I, I mean, the best thing about lockdown is... It's such a good saving opportunity, isn't it? So, yeah. so I'm enjoying yeah. seeing money in my bank account. Actually, I just quite just give it a refresh every every so often. I'm like, oh, that's nice. That's nice to see. So, probably in February, we've <laughs> have I mentioned it's my birthday, but and also Ben. So, February is always a more expensive month. So, I thought I'd just hold off. Um, okay, and I think i will be shopping summer like quite soon i bought a swimsuit last like the first week of first ever lockdown in march last year and i was like this is so optimistic but i'm just gonna buy it and i did get to wear it in the summer so i feel like that's a good omen so
0: i'm gonna buy some swimwear in the next month or so and then fingers crossed get to wear it did you guys see that meme about how the like roaring 20s came into swing and why everyone was like so up for dressing up again and i I feel like this the same thing is gonna happen Get me to a club in the
1: shortest skirt possible. Like, that's literally all I want in the whole world. I mean, I yeah. just, just want to
0: dance so, so much. My so, so badly. I bought the dress for my hen party probably this time last year, and it's oh. kind of like the most teeny tiny sequin fabulous dress and it's literally just sat under my bed in a box collecting <laughs> dust and I'm just desperate Aww. to be able to wear it that's so sad I've got like a group of
1: like fun friends like the fun friends I go out with and last February we were trying to find a date to go out like to put like a big night out in and April the 6th was the first date we could find this is obviously like pre-COVID. pre-Corona. So it went in the diary for April the 6th. You know, we're approaching April the 6th a year later. And I don't think we'll have been to a club since then. Um, And now one of those girls is pregnant. So that's not going to happen. And I just can't believe that we diarised a a big night out eight (laughs) months ago. And I'm still wearing slippers.
0: Am I, I just can't I can't genuinely can't imagine when clubbing will know, be allowed I again I
2: know it's so, so you funny. got your hen you actually did get a hen in which is you know insane what, to though, think but just in the sorry. nick of time we went into lockdown like two weeks after I mean we were in the most busy club there must have been Covid in that club 100% <laughs> I mean was a miracle none of us caught it I know I'm so lucky and I really want to do something else as well um, yeah you before should, the second, wedding. Hen. Like a, yeah, second hen yeah second yeah, hen sure. if we can we could do a little work thing as well
1: oh yeah, fun. Fun. oh yeah oh yeah guys there was a work hen planned for both of you Did you know that? No. No. Yeah. Oh, it
0: was in the diary, guys. Oh. Oh, Oh, yeah. We had really good plans. Your work Hen Charlotte, actually was like probably one of my highlights of, what was that, 2019? 19, yeah. That was so fun. That was so much fun. It was so much fun. We also
1: spoke to eight influencers about their fashion New Year's resolutions. And I know fashion maybe is kind of one of the further things from people's minds right now, but I'm sure between us, we have all been thinking, I suppose mine is sort of not to shop for now that's more like a january resolution isn't it anyway do you have fashion resolutions for this year lou add some heels
0: oh yeah add some heels into my wardrobe but yeah it kind of feels a bit irrelevant it's kind of like thinking about what your resolution is going to be in like 2025 yeah it's
1: a bit premature isn't it yeah
0: yeah. Yeah. (laughs) there's definitely things i kind of think oh it'd be nice to like try that or do that or Hmm. but yeah it just feels a bit relevant but i think one of them is Find and shop more independent brands. I think there's also something really rewarding about when you're wearing something new and someone asks you where it's from and it's from a brand that they haven't heard of and you don't yeah. say, oh, Zara on sale. So I'm going to really try and do that, whether that's from shopping or even through the suggestions that we give our readers on the site as well.
2: Very nice. Talk. Yeah, kind of on a similar path. I do want to try and shop a bit more kind of sensibly and invest in more in nicer things i like can not just buy a jumper from zara and then it wash it twice and then it's gone all boring and you have to throw it away like yeah. actually think about what i'm buying and do so for the future i guess and also i, I say this every year um, but i really want to wear more color i just wear so much gray i love gray but i need to wear more color especially in the spring thinking about this i actually do have a resolution which i
1: actually started last year but i would like to continue into this year upgrading my pajama and underwear drawers they're a work in progress But it's all about getting rid of the old, out with the old and in with the new, isn't it? And I feel so much more grown up now I have got rid of all those like old freebie t-shirts that I used to sleep in. I only sleep in matching sets now. And I feel so much better for it.
0: There's actually a good piece that's running on the site today. So by the time this podcast go up on Thursday, you'll be able to find it. And it's kind of everything that your underwear drawer needs in the sort of very much all of your basics. You can obviously add more frivolous things on top of that. But there's some really good brands. One of my favorite brands is called the Nude Label, which Charlotte, remember, we discovered when we went to Brighton. um, Yes, I do. You bought that
1: bra. Yeah, yeah,
0: in um, one of Heather's favorite shops called the Daily Edit. God, that was February. That was pre Corona. I remember we went (laughs) there. Yeah, there was a guy in Brighton who had corona, and we were like, "Shit, better not catch it." We were hand (laughs) sanitising at every touch point. But I digress. Knew the label do really beautiful organic, very simple bras and underwear knickers and things like that so a good brand to look out for. Yeah. Mine is Sunspell for the same thing. I
1: love Sunspell underwear. Mm, they do tall. these enor- they do these sorry, but they do these enormous knickers, which I'm not joking, are like they come up nearly to my boobs. <laughs> they are so big. <laughs> and I feel so bad for my poor husband. <laughs> He's literally like, oh here they are again. But I love them. They are so comfortable. The bigger the better. I'm literally Bridget Jones. So what about you? What's your favourite underwear brand?
2: I get a lot on Show to be honest. It's an old yes. staple. It's yeah. so good. I, they just do a certain style of pattern and they just you know when a, a shape just fits your body mm-hmm. and your bum uh, I buy this in bulk all the time I also buy a lot on the outlet when they have a sale because there's some of the Stella McCartney stuff is like dirty such good
1: bras such good bras such good bras on the
2: yeah um, so many people still don't know about Oisho well
1: they're missing out yeah they are really missing out if you don't it's, know about Oisho it's part of the Zara group available online in the UK and the, some of the best PJs swimwear really good swimwear loungewear yeah great stuff yeah really okay. really good alright guys I think we'll leave it there if You have any feedback? Do email podcasts at sherlux.com. We love hearing from you. And don't forget also to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. Bye bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.